0: September 18th 2023 we are in Masjid Petza and of Kaftadal Damud alif in the wide lines, two lines down, three words before the end of the line. Zeha kelal kola mehusar sedah this is the statement of Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel in our Mishnah. Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel's statement was to qualify the permitted circumstances of Bebar as opposed to those which are forbidden. He explained that it's dependent upon whether it's Mehusar Seda or not, which means to say, if in the pond for the fish or the uh, area which was secluded for the animals or the birds, uh, if there is a difficulty in and nonetheless trapping the animal, then it's going to constitute nisur of seda. If not, then it's going to be permitted. That was his definition at the end of the Mishnah with regards to which animals, which fish, and so forth would be permitted, as opposed to which ones were not. It says the Gemara hechid uh, what's the case? In other words, how do we define, Rabban Shimon men Gamliel gave us this sweeping statement in which he said, if you're determined to find out what's permitted and what's not, check whether it's easy to trap the animal or not. How do you check that? What's the definition of mehusar seda? It's missing a trapping as opposed to not. Ultimately speaking, you do need to trap it. What's considered not trapping? Meaning the easiest action, which in turn is permitted, says the Gemara Mar yosefa Mar Ravi Mar Marshe umel. The statement here of Shemuel is it has to do with the speech of the people who are going or the person who's going to trap the animal. If there's a necessary statement of bring the net, bring the trap, in such a circumstance we say it's mehusar seda, such a circumstance we say an action beyond The most simple is necessary and as a result, it's prohibited. Alternatively, if that statement doesn't need to be said, if you don't need to say bring the trap, bring the net and we'll catch it. In that circumstance, it's permitted. What's with this measurement? We saw some measurements earlier. Remember, just a few lines up in the Gemara. Does does the room have corners in it, was one opinion. The other one was how fast, do you need to take a breath in the middle or is it one one leap that you could get to it? Here, there seems to be yet another, a fourth definition of uh, what it means to uh, consider the animal already trapped. Now that's interesting that it's separated. Rashi reads it as such, though. Rashi says just a few lines earlier, the Gemara gave us three definitions, three distinguishing features with regards to a Bebar Gadol, the large area, which makes it Prohibited to hunt or a bebar kata the small area, which tells us that it's permitted. The Gemara now adds yet a fourth one. That's what Rashi writes on the right hand side here in the Gemara. It says, Have mesuda, says Rashi at the end, shi'arinhu le'el behada. Earlier, Ravashe gave us three definitions Behada, one angle, Behada shi'ura, Rav Yosef, Behai shi'ura, Rav Yosef just gave us another. Effectively Rashi is telling us they're not really disagreeing they're giving us different ways of measuring. Uh, the third one that I just forgot for a moment is the the shade on the walls. Remember, if the shade from one wall, the shadow from one wall, hits the other. So now we have our fourth definition: is, is would a person say, Tosafot at the top left-hand corner, the second Tosafot disagrees with the Rashi and says it's strange. The Gemara would cut up if you have four different measurements which are effectively all the same. It's true the first three are said by one rabbi, Rav the last one by another, Rav Yosef, but ultimately speaking, they should have been placed together. Therefore, suggest to that the three measurements earlier were with regards to a bebar shel Hayah. Haya. The three earlier were with regards to a, a secluded area for wild animals. What's the measurement? Does it have to do with the shadow? Does it have to do, and again, all them being the same, how fast you'll get to it, do you need to take a break in the middle, are there there corners, and so forth. Those are the three definitions with regards to animals. This fourth one of Rav Yosef is with regards to Afot. He's referring to the difference between a bebar gadol, a large closed off area, uh, which would be forbidden, or a small closed off area, which would be permitted. That's with regards to birds. With regards to afot, the measurement's a bit different. The question is, would you need to turn to another person and say, let's bring a net, let's uh, bring the trap. But... But apparently, but apparent, uh, yes, indeed, they must have, if anything, they'd use them more. They only the birds and that's why you left the You and what, misuda is, is only the trap instrument that you would use for birds as opposed to wild animals. It's possible, I, I don't know how to define, I don't know how to quantify these, uh, very simply. Fish, if you recall, the Mishnasad was prohibited. The Gemara gives us no definition for that, and then there was a debate whether Rabban Shimon ben Leo was even giving us a permissibility, but you don't really have a definition. The support that Tosafot, even though they don't mention it, have for their opinion is the continued lines in our Gemara, if you pay careful attention, uh, will be about birds. And so it makes sense then it's about birds. Uh, says Nathan, it might have something to do with the way you would trap birds as opposed to animals. And that's why the definition would be whether you would say have unesudenu, or not. Says the Gemara, Amarle Abaye. Abaye now challenges Rav Yosef. So again, Rav Yosef was defining what's considered Mehusar Seda and what's not Mehusar Seda. Mehusar Seda means it's a Bevar Gadol, it means it's a larger area, and as a result, it's not considered already trapped. And therefore, there's a prohibition on Yom Tob to trap it. Um, means that it's, uh, it's already trapped, it's a and as a result, it's permitted. Uh, the question of Abayet Rav Yosef is, what about ducks and chickens? Uh, everybody knows that when you're going to catch a chicken or a duck, you turn to the person next to you and you say, let's bring the trap, let's bring the net and catch it, and nonetheless the B'raita says and again according to the definition of Rav Yosef therefore it should be prohibited. It should be asur to catch the avazin and the tarnigolin on Yom Tob. It should be prohibited to catch the ducks and the chickens because it's mehusar seda, v'tanya hasad avazin v'tarnigolin vione hardisaot patur. And nonetheless, the Beraita says explicitly that avazin, ducks, tarnigolin, chickens, and yone hardisaot, and some sort of less wild um, doves. Why are they known as hardisaot, she has one of two interpretations either it's the name of the place or they had something to do with Herod with Hordos either way you, you slice it ultimately speaking it's a direct contradiction to the statement of Rav Yosef Rav Yosef told us that if a person was to say bring the net, uh, bring the trap and let's catch it it's prohibited to trap it that's a statement of this being difficult that's a statement of the large area and as a result it's prohibited to catch it on Yom Tov and alternatively this Beraitah tells us that Avazin and Hariti where everybody knows, right, that when you're going to catch one, the Gemara tells us you say Haveme Sudenu, and it's nonetheless permitted. Uh, that's the question. That's the contradiction posed by the Gemara by Abayet Rav Yosef. Uh, the Tosafot does pick up on the fact that this Beraita says the word Patur. It doesn't say Mutar. It says Patur. And generally speaking, when we use the word patur in Gemara, both in Gemara land and certainly in Beraita and Mishnah land, patur means it's permitted, but not entirely permitted. It's at the very least Rabbinically prohibited. So the fact that this B'ra'ita says patur, questions tosafot, is not a direct contradiction to everything we've learned until now. The fact that when it comes to, let's just keep it simple, ducks, the, the beraita over here says it's patur, means, generally speaking, patur of al it's still rabbinically prohibited. Our Mishnah. Therefore, says Tosafot, our Mishnah wasn't per se saying it's entirely permitted. Our Mishnah was saying that it's prohibited midrabanan potentially, which means to say there's no contradiction. Let me repeat again. Our Mishnah told us that when I'm dealing with um, when I'm dealing with these animals and birds and so forth, the halakha is that the bibar is permitted. Uh, the flip side of Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel is sometimes it's prohibited. Prohibited on what level? The assumption of Tosafot is maybe it's only prohibited mid in which case this biraita doesn't pose a contradiction therefore, says Tosafot, it seems clear that our Mishnah, back to the conversation with Morris from last week, our Mishnah is talking about a prohibition min torah Our Mishnah, which was telling us that when it comes to fish, when it comes to certain animals, says Rabban Shimon ben Gabriel, it's prohibited, it's asur, that's on a biblical level. It's for that reason Tosafot told us in the Mishnah, you can't put food in front of them as well. It was a gezerah on a biblical, an isur oraita. That's why Tosafot resolves this country that is, that explains this contradiction in the Gemara. There are those who disagree and in turn need to explain the word patur over here, not as the general sense of patura, of but rather mutar. Okay, but for our purposes, then the Gemara posed a contradiction. Abayez contradicting Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, "Havem me sudaune sudenu constitutes a in Isur and Isur, at the very least, midrabanan, says, Tosavot even minatura, ab sedan yom tob, but avazin tarnegolin yo dasao. Oh, everybody says "Havem esudah esudeno," and the Beraita says it's permitted. Amar Rabba Barafuna, halalu ba'in likluban la erev, v'halalu en ba'in likluban ba la erev. The distinction, the differentiating factor, explains Rabba Barafuna is how easy is it to catch them even though when it comes to the ducks, when it comes to the chickens, we turn one to the other and we say, let's bring the trap and trap it. Nonetheless, what happens in the evening? It makes things so much easier, the fact that we know and we see the chickens and the ducks do come back to their nest, to the nesting area in the evening. That's in direct contrast to other types of birds who wouldn't come back to their nesting area per se every evening in the same way. Which means to say, they're still, even though, Rav Yosef now is extending his statement, even though I might say to you, in the act of actually trapping the animal, let's grab the trap and let's go catch it, nonetheless... We both know that this trapping isn't absolutely necessary with all the effort that we're putting into it. Because if we just wait until the evening, these birds will be right back. That makes it an easier so act in and of it itself. He's saying something that's against the door like that. Let's go trap. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're already trapped. I, 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 I haven't you're you're No, another. That's not correct. Trapped. Morris, I, Margo, mean, I got his point. Right? Morris says it's already to trap, right? right? but Nathan says. Right? Right? The words you're using portray your vision, your understanding that this is a trapping. So says Nathan. Even though halakhically speaking, it's already trapped, maybe Rav Yosef's very statement was: if we're using the words, let's go trap it. That's why it's considered trapping because those are the words I'm using. Because that's why I consider it against Tosafot. Regardless, like Ramban and others. Regardless, your words do portray that you believe it's a trapping. The answer needs to be to Nathan, though. The fact that I know it's coming back in the evening, the fact that it's such an easy action is, it's a trap, but it's a borrowed word. It's a uh, it's a word that I don't really mean trapping in the halakhic sense. I mean trapping like, uh, let's do the easy act of trapping. Like I have the parakeet out in my house. Let's just trap it up and put it in the cage. You're not really trapping it. I say trap the dog in a room. Are you really trapping it in such a circumstance? You're setting it aside, and you have to argue that in such a circumstance. But you're right. Uh, the difficulty is there with regards to why is the person using such words. Says the Gemara, Vahare yoneh shovach v'yoneh aliyah, Alternatively, and in contrast to that last statement of Rav Yosef defending himself, what about Yoneh Shovach and Yone Aliyah? Yoneh Shovach and Yone Aliyah is a reference to doves, which are more wild, which uh, won't uh, per se uh, return to their home in the same way. V'tanya hasad Yone Shovach. Excuse me. They, they do. My bad. They come back to their nesting area at night, and nonetheless, Tanya hasad Yoneh Shovach and Aliyah. shek and nonetheless the says explicitly with regards to those two wild dogs in addition to Rashi explains tafihin is some sort of earthenware type of item they would put into the gate or into the wall surrounding the building to catch birds birds would come there you'd have like a setup for the birds and then you'd catch them but any of those three types of birds the hal is they're considered trapping if you were to go out and trap them on Yom Tov but wait a second you told me the definition is that as long as it comes back to its nesting area at night it's not considered a full-fledged trapping it's considered as if it's already trapped how come over here this Vedaita is telling me that it's Hayav How come this Beraita over here Is telling me it's prohibited It's a violation on Yom Tov On Shabbat If I were to go and trap them That's the contradiction The Gemara now has So let's just ca- catch you up Today very briefly We're trying to define What it means In Rabban Shimon Ben Gamliel's Words in our Mishnah He told us that The definition of something Which is permitted Is something that's Not mehusar sedah Loosely translated as It doesn't need Real action of trapping uh, How do I define Real action of trapping The definition of Rav here in the Gemara was, it has to do with your words. Would you say, let's go and trap it, bring the trap and let's trap it. That's defined as trapping. The Gemara has the contradiction. Certain birds, you would do that. And nonetheless, it's permitted. And says the Gemara, that's only because they come back home at night. And as a result, the whole action is considered a lot lighter. But wait a second, there are other types of birds which come back home at night to their nest and nonetheless, it's prohibited. So we're really just a big mess over here. You haven't provided a clear definition with regards to your statement, Rav Yosef, that mehusar no mehusar seda, has something to do with your words, something to do with the return in the evening. Ela, ela, generally speaking, when the Gemara starts with the word Ela, rather, it reverses what we said earlier, it gives us a final line on this. Ela, amar rabba, barafuna, amar Shibuel, halalu ba'in likluvan la'erev, The definition, the distinguishing factor between which birds are permitted and which other ones are prohibited is not only whether they return at night to their nesting area, it's as well whether they're dependent upon you for food or not. And the the explanation quite simply goes as follows. Number one, the fact that it's coming back in the evening of course makes it easier. I know they're coming back, I could set up the trap, I can easily catch them, because I know they're not going anywhere. Alternatively, and in addition to that, it's also the fact that they need you for food. They need you for food, they're really not going anywhere. Even during the daytime, when they're hungry, they're returning back to you for their food. they They are entirely trapped because they need the place for their sleep or their resting area, which is an easy way to catch them. And secondly, even during the daytime, they need you for food. That's not trapping when you now put a trap on them, even if you say "Have." Why would a person nonetheless say so I told you in a parakeet as well I, you know, we'd have to check this out with someone who has a parakeet. Do they ever say, let's trap it up in its cage for now? They never say those words. If they say those words, that's the answer. The answer is, it's an expression. It's the way you talk. That's what has to be the case. Now, generally speaking, Rav Yosef does agree with you, Eli. He does agree with you, Nathan. Also, generally speaking, Rav Yosef says, when you say those words, you mean actual trapping. Sometimes... It's just an expression, it's a loose way of speaking, it's less precise. Rav Mary, Amar, alternatively, Rav Mary has a different definition. Hane la His distinguishing f- feature is whether they're rabuye. l'rabbuyeh, l'rabbuyeh, Rashi says, it means to flee, it means to get out of the way, it means to be elusive. And so as a result, his statement is, the difference in the types of birds that are permitted as opposed to those which are permi- her- prohibited is whether they're elusive, whether they'll be fast and swift to get out of your way. It says the Gemara, All the birds we're talking about, avideh, it's normal for them, l'rabuyeh, to flee, to get out of the way of your trapping. In other words, the question of the Gemara quite simply is, what are we talking about? The circumstance situation is that you need a trap it. Obviously, it's because it's going to flee. If it's not going to flee, and not trapping it at all. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, lekluban ka'amrinan the le rabuye. the difference is whether they'll flee even once they went into their nesting area, explains Rashi, which means to say, yes, if I were to go try to catch the animal, catch the bird, excuse me, it'll fly up to its nest. Once it's in its nesting area, does it then flee? I jump into the nesting area and I'm looking for the bird, and I found it, will it then fly out and go somewhere else? That'll be the distinguishing feature. If the answer is yes, then that's a difficult to catch bird, and As a result, it's prohibited to catch it on, to trap it on Yom Tov. If alternatively, it wouldn't, once you got it into its nest. That's what we're talking about with those types of doves where they are considered not mehusar seda. They would make their way to the nest, but they'd stay in their nest. Then it would be permitted. When all the dust settles in our Gemara, what we effectively were searching for and seeking was a definition for mehusar sedah, and I no mehusar sedah. We have four different definitions according to Tosafot, three with regards to animals, one with regards to birds. Mahlok between Tosafot and Ramban. Interesting, says, says Nathan. Okay, so Nathan's arguing that according to Tosafot, that all of these definitions... The whole ramification over here is Min, hat, is min Torah. He says maybe all these fine, uh, fine line and details. Are dangerous. In other words, generally speaking, I have these sorts of details on a derabanan, a deoraita. We want to be marhiketa adam in So you're bringing support for the opposing camp of Tosafot. And maybe these are all definitions for a derabanan. <laughs> Either way you slice it, that is another debate in the entire sugya, whether we're dealing with any sumen in or midderabanan throughout. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen. amen. amen.